1: Pep, the Sunshine Serial presents... The Adventures of Superman!
2: Today we continue with our G.I. protest against racial discrimination. A protest ended in alarming sounds of gunfire.
1: Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, which is it? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a button? Well, you never can tell for sure until you open your package of Kellogg's Pep and see which of those three kinds of prizes you'll get. So, every prize is always an exciting surprise. Sure, it might be one of Pep's 18-slick comic buttons, picturing one of your favorite comic strip characters to pin on your beanie cap or your jacket. Or a... It might be a model of a fighting plane, one of seven thrilling plane models in the series, all made of colored cardboard and easy to assemble. Or uh, your next pep prize might be a beautiful full-color bird picture from a series of 24, each with a description on the reverse side so you can name and know any of these birds around. And say, speaking of birds, you'll sure be an early bird to the breakfast table when Kellogg's Pep heads the menu. Because every spoonful of these crisp whole wheat flakes is brimming with cool come on. Every spoonful is a treat in itself. Every dish of Pep just about doubles the fun of breakfast. Yes, sir, you'll say that catchy Pep flavor is strictly terrific. So get going, gang. Ask Mom for Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, and look for your prize inside the package.
2: Now, the adventures of Superman. Led by young Joe Martin, a hero of the Okinawa invasion and brother of Beanie, the Daily Planet copy boy, a thousand returned veterans staged a mass meeting on the steps of the state capitol. A meeting of protest against racial and religious discrimination and the awarding of state jobs. Demanding an explanation from Governor Wheeler, the ex-GIs were told there was no discrimination. Angry and indignant, the men swarmed up the capitol steps. In a moment of fear and panic, the governor lost his head and ordered a squad of state troopers armed with Tommy guns to fire into the crowd. Shots rang out. As we continue now, our scene is the editorial office of the Daily Planet. Beanie Martin, in response to the ringing of a bell, has stepped into the teletype room to get the news clip being fed out of one of the machines. He stands by idly as the keys automatically print the news report in bright purple ink. Suddenly he stiffens, and the color drains from his cheeks. His eyes race over the glaring lines of type. Mouth agape, he reaches out and rips the long sheet of paper out of the machine just as the clatter of the keys stops. Then, turning, he races through the city room, looking for Clark Kent.
0: Uh, Mr. Kent! How many times have I told you not to barge into this office without knocking? Yes, yeah, sir, but this is important. Mr. Kent! Get out of here! Get out, here. Get out Hold it, all right. Hold it. What's the matter, Beanie? You're pale as a ghost. Uh, be a ghost unless you get out of here. Oh, please, Mr. White, Come in, I... Beanie. Come in and close the door. Now, what's the trouble? My brother... It's about my brother, Your brother Joe. Yes. Oh, well, what about it? What hey, about please? it? Please, can't you see the boy's upset? Here,
2: look at this teletype. Well, well, nobody gives
0: a hoot when I'm upset. Great, Scott. What is it? Can't listen to this. A returned veteran, hero of Okinawa invasion, was seriously wounded today when, at the order of Governor Wheeler, a detachment of state policemen fired into a group of ex-GIs staging a protest meeting on the steps of the state capitol. Oh. I don't believe it. Even Wheeler is rotten as he is. Wait a minute. Do wait a minute. There's it. more. The wounded man is. Joe Martin of 1040 Wilton Drive. My brother. Said to be the leader of the veteran group, organized to protest against racial and religious discrimination in the awarding of state jobs. Immediately following the incident, Martin was removed to the Metropolis Hospital, where he's been placed on the danger list. (laughs) Oh, there, there. There, there, Beanie. I'm sorry I shouted at you, but don't cry now. We'll take care of everything. Now, Kent... You get on this thing immediately. Get all the facts. Well, now, look. If Wheeler's responsible for this, I'll,
3: I'll have him impeached. Yes, wait, I'll, I'll ruin him for wait late. Wait a I... minute.
0: In the first place, I can't quite believe that the state police would fire into a group of veterans. In the second place, I'm going to the hospital to see about Beanie's brother. Sign someone else for the story. Give it a... Give it a lowest. Oh, where is she? Probably in her office. Beanie, you locate Jimmy Olsen and get him to go home with you. Yes, and sir. don't you worry about your brother. Now, everything possible will be done for him. See you later, Chief. <laughs> I've got to see
4: him. I'm sorry, Mr. Kent. We've just done an emergency operation on him to remove the bullet from his chest. He's in a coma. No one can see him. But, Doctor, you see... I it's... think there's a friend of his sitting in the waiting room. Perhaps he can help you. Oh, here he comes now.
5: Oh. Have you changed, Doctor?
4: No. No change. Well, I'll have to leave you now. Sorry. Thanks, Doctor. Quite well.
0: I understand you're a friend of Joe Martin's.
4: I've known him almost
5: all my life. We were kids together. We went to school together and fought the war together. Now this has to happen.
0: Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. Uh, My my name is Clark Kent. I'm I'm with the Daily Planet. Joe's brother, Beanie, works for us.
5: Oh, that's right. Joe's mentioned you lots of times. I'm Sam Robbins. Glad to meet you. Glad to meet you, Sam.
0: Tell me, were uh, were you at the state capitol when this thing happened?
5: I was there all right, but it didn't do much good. I tried to tell the boys someone was going to get hurt, but they wouldn't listen.
0: Did the state police actually fire at them?
5: I hate to have to say this, Mr. Kent, but I'm afraid they did. Did
0: they?
5: They had Tommy guns. Our bunch was sore, and they started up the steps to where the governor and some of his stooges were standing. Uh-huh. I heard him yell to the troopers to fire. The next thing I knew, the Tommy guns were blazing away, and... Joe, who was right next to me, crumpled up and dropped.
0: Was anyone else hit?
5: No, just Joe. The one guy who didn't have it coming to him. Huh. The guy who just the same was fighting for the Jews, the Catholics, and all the rest of the people who get pushed around. Doesn't make sense, Sam. You're telling me. Yeah, I remember thinking when we were crawling up one of those Jap island beaches with slugs whistling around us and knocking off one guy out of three that well, maybe after this war was over, we'd wake up to the fact that when the chips are down, it doesn't matter what prayer book you read out of or what color your face is. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I guess I was all cockeyed.
0: No, no, I think a lot of people did wake up, Sam, but that's not what I was thinking of when I said it didn't make sense. I was thinking that if the state police fired into the crowd, how come only Joe was hit? Particularly with Tommy guns. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm going to find out. Uh, you'll be around here for a while yet, won't you, Sam? I'll
5: be around until they tell me Joe's going to pull through, if it takes a week. Okay.
0: Okay, I'm going over to state police headquarters. I'll be back in a few minutes.
5: A few minutes? Mm-hmm. But it's 20 miles from here. What are you, Superman?
0: Sometimes, Sam. See you later. Will you please repeat that for me, Sergeant?
3: Uh, Sure. After I went in and told the governor, my men didn't like the idea of pointing guns at ex GIs because most of them were in the army themselves. And after Latimer, well, he was in the governor's office.
0: Big George Latimer?
3: That's right. You know, I don't understand it. I cross examined each one of my men. They all swear they fired way over the heads of the crowd. Hey, wait
0: a minute, Sergeant. Wait a minute. Hmm? I just thought of something. You, you've got a ballistics expert here, haven't you?
3: I'm the ballistics man.
0: You? Oh, good. You're coming back to the hospital with me as fast as we can get there. Come on.
3: sure,
0: Doctor, that this is the bullet removed from Joe Martin's chest? Not oh,
2: Mr. Cannon. It's not just beneath
3: the heart.
0: All right, Sergeant, here it is. Can you tell from what kind of a gun it was fired? Let's
3: see. Yes. 32 automatic. No doubt about that? No doubt at all. It could never have been shot out of a Tommy gun. That, of course, clears my men. Wait a minute. The
0: state police carry sidearms, don't they?
3: Yes, but they're forty-four caliber police specials. They're revolvers, not automatics. And this bullet came from an automatic. Weighing the twisted lead
2: bullet in his hand, Sergeant Adams of the State Police makes a positive statement. A statement that opens a new trail for Superman. But in a moment, even the Man of Steel will be faced by the shock of his life. So stand by for the startling climax of today's episode.
1: Say, gang, isn't it swell just to see a dish of Kellogg's Pep at your place at the breakfast table? Pep looks so crisp and light and golden that, well, you can hardly wait to pitch in. And believe you me, a bowl of Pep tastes just as good as it looks. Those cool, crunchy whole wheat flakes are crammed with Pep's special kind of teasing, pleasing, catchy flavor. Yes, sir, when it comes to brightening up breakfast, Pep's a terrific hit. And say, Pep's terrific, too, when it comes to swell prizes. Three different kinds of prizes, one or the other, in every PEP package. Makes each prize seem three times as exciting because, well, you never know which you'll get next. For instance, you might find a colored cardboard model of a fighting plane, and you'd be smart to collect all seven model planes in the series. Or uh, you might find one of PEP's 24 full-color bird pictures with a description to help you know these birds every time. Or uh, you might find a bright-colored comic button picturing one of 18 different comic strip characters that pin on your jacket or your beanie cap. So get in on the fun, gang. Ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal.
2: In the waiting room at the Metropolis Hospital, Sergeant Adams, ballistics expert of the state police, in the presence of Clark Kent and Sam Robbins, has made an amazing statement. Let the bullet that plowed its way into Joe Martin's chest from a thirty-two automatic, not from a Tommy gun. For a moment, even Kent is amazed.
0: Then, you're sure about that, Sergeant? I'm positive.
5: You mean someone else fired the shot at Joe? It wasn't one of the cops?
0: But it looks like, Sam. But who did it? Well, from now on, our job is to find out. Well, all I know well, is that I'm, I'm going to... Hold it. Here comes big George Latimer.
4: Excuse me. The uh, nurse at the desk said some friends of Joe Martin were in here. My name's George Latimer. I'm a friend of Joe's. Oh, that's fine, son. Uh, what's your name? Robbins. Sam Robbins. Oh, really? I know you, Sergeant Adams, right? That's right. And, uh, this gentleman? Kent. Daily Planet. Oh, yes. I've heard of you, Kent. Star reporter. Great paper, Planet. Even though it fights me, but that doesn't mean anything, of course.
0: Big George Latimer loves a fight. <laughs> we can't see anything to laugh about, Mr. Latimer. Joe Martin is pretty close to dying in one of these rooms.
4: Yes, that's why I'm here. Governor Wheeler asked me to come down and see what I could do for young Martin. Uh Oh? At the same time, to correct the impression some people seem to have, that Martin was wounded by the state police. Wasn't he? No, Kent, he wasn't.
0: Well, what did happen? Who shot Martin?
4: Well, I was standing on the top step of the Capitol with the governor when the crowd of veterans got a little too excited and started up the steps. I saw one of them pull a gun... Then the governor, certainly was about to be attacked, gave the order to fire. Naturally, one couldn't hear a pistol shot with Tommy guns blazing.
0: Are you trying to tell us that one of the veterans shot Joe Martin?
4: Yes, Kent, I am. It's an old trick, and it was pulled this time to make the governor and the state police look bad.
0: You think you could identify the man you saw pull the gun?
4: Yes. And I don't have to go far. There he is, standing right next to you. What? His name is Sam Robbins. Stunned. Stunned beyond
2: even the power of speech. Clark Kent and Sergeant Adams turn to Sam Robbins as big George Latimer points an accusing finger at the dark-haired ex-G.I. What does this mean? A man like Latimer certainly can't afford to make a public accusation of attempted murder without being able to prove it. Fellows and girls, you're in for a thrill a minute in tomorrow's exciting episode of this story... As even Superman, with all his strength and cleverness, finds himself caught in a monstrous web of hatred and intolerance. So don't miss it. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same station.
1: And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep.
2: For excitement, the adventures of Superman.
1: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say gang, when you think of famous names, do you think of Kellogg? You know that's the greatest name in cereals. And Kellogg makes Kellogg shredded wheat, the tender plump biscuit's Made just the right size to fit your breakfast bowl. And are they good? Full to the brim with natural nut-sweet flavor. Good for you, too. They're made of nutritious whole wheat. What's more, Kellogg gives you 15, 15 delicious biscuits in every package of Kellogg Shredded Wheat. Try them soon. And be sure to be with us
4: tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.